0: So yeah, how's it going?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've got this gig coming up, I guess, with, with you guys.
0: So you're a guitarist in the band? Yeah. Great. So I, um, so you're Brighton-based, aren't you? Yeah. So you've released a number of things already, haven't you? You've, you've got uh, a few singles out, you've released the Lady Luck EP.
1: Yeah, that was, that was last year, and then there's been four singles this year then, two of which are going to be part of an EP.
0: So you just done a you just did a show at the Green Door Store, didn't you? A couple of weeks ago, like a home homecoming gig, hometown gig is always good, isn't it? To do a hometown gig.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, really pumped for this Brighton show because um, some people assume that you always play your hometown a lot, but you don't. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, this one's going to be great because it's Brighton Electric. I've never gigged in there either, you know, and I've been going to gigs there for years, so that'll be great. Hopefully, get lots of Brighton people to come down.
0: So the sound, you obviously got this really kind of really cool sound. Well, how would you describe it? I mean, it's kind of pop, isn't it, in a way? It's not like, you know, super mainstream pop, but it's kind of like alt pop, I guess. It's kind of, there's a bit of an 80s feel in there, I feel. It's, um kind of reminds me of people like, I don't know if these names resonate with you, but um, Lloyd Cole, Orange Juice, maybe. Uh, oh, cool. But then, cool. <laughs> but, but then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but it's, they're all kind of um sort of kind of classical structures, aren't they? And they're just kind of dreamy in a way and um just, just lovely kind of pop kind of orientated yeah. songs, you know.
1: I mean, I think there's a mixture of everything, you know. I mean, Zal's really into his sixties stuff, you know. So he brings such a feel of that on the drums and yeah, and um Mr. Turk on the bass is just a, you know, he's an animal and he's all over the place. He's he's very into his seventies. I'm particularly into the eighties, you know. Yeah. Um and then Guy brings a bit of naughty's indie into the mix as well,
0: and loads of other things. You might tell yeah. me off that,
1: but uh, yeah, I think there's a nice collection of everything. It's,
0: it's yeah. rather eclectic, really. So, how do how do the songs get formed? What are the seeds and how how are they developed?
1: A lot of jamming. I mean, you know, guy does the guy kind of writes the the the, the lyrics and the melody. So he we we always kind of base it around him. You know, what I mean, like well, his first part, and then and then we kind of jam it out loads in the studio, I guess, and then. I have to write a lot of my stuff at home sometimes. this is normally a thing of of rehearsing and then recording it all on an iPhone and yeah. coming back in and being like, "That's crap. That's really good." And
0: I mean, when I was talking about how you how you how you could describe your sound, there's a really cool kind of um, metaphor, isn't it? Door to door heartbreak salesman. <laughs>
1: I, I like that. I like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, looking at your Facebook, I, know, I noticed there was a. A photo there from you you guys with Glenn Johns, the the yeah, producer. So cool. Super legendary, isn't he? In that in that world. How yeah, did you yeah. what what are you doing with him?
1: I mean, we only did one track with him that day. It was like a live track, you know what I mean? Because it was we were kind of demonstrating to university students, he was demonstrating his kind of, you know, the Glenn Johns technique, literally, I guess, you know, if it's it's he's got a mic technique named after him is has he okay crazy. yeah yeah Yeah. it's pretty mad you know yeah i mean so we just got we did a live version of our song hey man with him but it sounds amazing you know he only does uh three mics on the drums it's Got such an incredible sound like i think the live recording sounds great
0: so so you guys what's the plan now obviously it sounds like you're just basically recording and writing at the moment and you've got an ep coming out hopefully in the new year, do you get together a lot? Have you got um, your own space where you can sort of work things out, or how does it work now?
1: We have our own rehearsal room, which is great, right. you know, and, it's, um, and it's, Good. it's got our artwork on the wall for inspiration.
0: Yeah. You did the Great Escape, didn't you? Was it when, when did you do that? Yeah,
1: yeah, that was at Brighton Electric as well. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, online
0: Great Escape. And finally, Nature TV. Okay. when's the name Nature TV come from?
1: I believe it was two two random words chosen out of a book. You know, I think it's a nice romantic way, but then if it comes up, you know, microwave, microwave T-shirt. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a cool name because it kind of doesn't really bring to mind anything specific that I can think of, but it's got that kind of, I don't know, kind of like leave it to your imagination, I guess. Or yeah. you could think yeah. about David Attenborough or something like that. Uh, I, don't know.
1: I mean, that's, that's always the first thing people yeah. say and, it's, you know, <laughs> I don't think there's any intention to it.
0: I no, think. no. I like your shirt, by the way. Very cool shirt.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. I have a large collection of loud, comfortable shirts.
0: Yeah, goes well with the uh, the sofa, the chair. <laughs>
1: Isn't this amazing? Yeah. I was, um, I was walking home and I saw it in a shop window for 22 quid. And, <laughs> right. uh, and I had to carry it all the way back to my house while stopping frequently on the side of the road.
0: Okay, cool stuff. Look forward to seeing you on the 3rd of um, December with... Uh... The other acts, Clara Mann is playing. I don't know if you know anything about her, but uh, I've been checking her out. She's got some really nice tunes. So it's a, it's a nice space to play in, really good sort of stage. And yeah, it's like a proper venue, really. Awesome. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm well pumped.
0: Good luck and look forward to, to seeing you then and uh, also hearing the new music in the, in the new year, hopefully.
1: Well, thank you very much, Monta.
0: So you're playing in Brighton on the 3rd of December. <laughs> I think you just did the Mutations Festival, didn't you?
2: Yes, it was the first time I've been to Brighton. I loved it. <laughs>
0: First time you've been to Brighton, wow. So what did you, um, I mean, how was the show?
2: It was great. The presentation show was really great. I had a lovely time. Quite a lot of people came, which I was always happy about, (laughs) surprised by. Um, And yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It was very respectful crowd, which is always nice. Uh,
0: You've been releasing some stuff on the Sad Club label, haven't you? And um, just reading about your uh, background, I think... um, you just went to a few shows, didn't you? You went to, I think, how you described it, so you went to a few DIY shows. and yeah. So you kind of liked what was going on and you thought, I think I'll have a go at that. And even though you had yeah. a piano, classically trained piano background, uh, most of it, most of what you do is, is primarily on the guitar. And that was a very new instrument for you. So you just basically thought you'd have a go at writing songs. Is that how, basically how it worked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um...
2: Our friends doing DIY music and Bristol where I grew up at that point where I spent my teens yeah um it has an amazing music scene um and I was just like all I was doing really at my weekends and evenings was I'd like, just go out with these friends and go to their shows or we'd go to shows together um and I was like that looks like so much fun I want to try that <laughs> yeah and and I, you know, I, I had a guitar that I'd been given when I was about fifteen, and I'd never really played it, and I just decided to try it, and and yeah, and Sad Club, I put a few demos on Bandcamp, and I was going to like Sad Club gigs, just I really like Sad Club artists, and Tallulah just got in touch with me saying that she'd come across my demos on Bandcamp and would I be interested in releasing something with them, and this was back in like twenty eighteen. And I was so, you know, it was so new to songwriting, but I said, yeah, of course, I'd love to. And I wasn't really taking it seriously. It was just a lovely thing. Uh, and then obviously over the next year and a half, the world went into chaos and I wrote my EP <laughs> um, and it came out on SAG Club. But it was, yeah, it was definitely a surprise that it was well received, that, um, that I started to take it much more seriously than I'd intended to. Um, but I've been playing the guitar now for a couple of years yeah, and, and you- my relationship the instrument is obviously changing and I am much more I still feel like the guitar is the most is the right instrument for me to be writing on I still feel like I'm discovering yeah. new tuning or new patterns of chords so and you're picking you know there's so much versatility you can have in the sound of a guitar it can do so many different things mm. so I still feel like although it's not oh what's going on with this <laughs> yeah. anymore um I still want to write on guitar much more than I want to write on the piano.
0: So is, is folk, I mean obviously there's obviously quite a few strands to what you do, but is folk something that you've particularly immersed yourself in, dived into, or is it just um you know one of many things?
2: I don't I don't know. It emerged very organically, I think. I don't like the overuse of that word, but it did feel very natural. Mm-hmm. I was mostly I grew up in when my from like when I was six to when I was twelve. Um in the south of France. I was listening to a lot of French music. So yeah. if that goes like, traditional French song, a lot of like religious music as well because um, obviously it's a very Catholic part of the country and but most you know I listened to a lot of like 1950s French music so Charles Aznavour, um and Jacques Brel, people like that. Obviously. So that was really the main kind of music I was listening to and then folk music on top of that so obviously like the greats like Joan Baez I grew up listening to and Bob Dylan. and sure. uh It was. It wasn't anything particularly unusual, and I just felt like, in a way, the main way that it's folk is that it's storytelling, and it's guitar voice. So you know, it's classic folk instrumentation in a way. And I guess my voice has a sort of quite folky classical style, but it's not. I wasn't like, "Mm, yeah, I'm gonna write folk music. I think it just that was the best name for it. I call it almost folk.
0: Almost folk. Yeah. So, what have you released so far? You've released the the, the one EP.
2: Uh, I've written another EP, uh, or I've written another couple of songs that might make sense as an EP. Yeah. Um, and I'm still working out exactly how I want to do that, mm-hmm. and whether there will be, you know, whether it'll be uh, the foundation for an album, or whether it'll be just an EP, or whether it'll be singles. I don't know yet. It doesn't. It's not clear to me, which means I'm not ready to release them. You know, I don't know what I want from them yet. But I'm writing and, and I'm really excited to release music when I've, when I've worked out what I do on. I haven't got electronic or anything like that. I'm still making the same kind of music. But I do feel that my writing, as much as I'm proud of those songs that I released on the first EP, I do feel that my writing has matured a lot in the last year even.